This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blank and double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice-cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hey there. We at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Hail cheaters and welcome to the Always Cheating Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I am fantastic, Joshua. And we should mention this week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Mm. Getting ready for this podcast, I was struck by how isolated I have felt over the last you know month and a half, much like everyone. But all I have to do is crack open a beer, plug in a microphone, and suddenly I'm talking to you. And thousands of other people out there listening to Always Cheating. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's these little miracles that get me through the day, Josh. Used to be tens of thousands, Brandon, in our, pre, uh, in our pre-quarantine lives. <laughs> people are still, still hanging on. <laughs> uh, thank you to now everyone. It's, it's yeah. my mom, your mom, and everyone yep. else's yep. mom. Yep. And uh, thank you to everyone who, who is, who's sticking with the podcast. And we've been trying our best to keep it uh, fun and interesting. And, and this week's... You know, and so I mean, there isn't too much news on the uh, on the fantasy front, the English Premier League front, and so, um, you know, I think last week we talked a little bit about uh, how people are getting by. I, how is your virtual? How is your fantasy fantasy team doing, Brandon? Your virtual my fantasy virtual team. fantasy yeah, team. Yeah. Actually, I had a fantastic week today. It was match week six in mm-hmm. virtual fantasy. For yeah. those of you not in the know, you go to livefpl.net slash sign up and i scored 99 points uh one shy of a century 
and I'm up to like an OR rank of 24, 23, 24. A special shout out to our listener and producer patron, Nick Wright, who is currently ranked number two overall in the world in huh. virtual FCL. So he's two, you're number 24, and there's what, 30 people playing this? So that's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's up to around like 3,200, actually. Okay. And wow. it's truly a wild, um, it's a wild thing. Players like Jack Grealish, who are like perfect fourth midfielders mm-hmm. in regular FPL, in virtual FPL, every time you run the simulation on an Aston Villa match, it's Grealish with a yellow card and no attacking returns. <laughs> he is awful in virtual reality. Yeah. And I think that's probably – that's a scourge that probably follows Jack Grealish around in his real life. Yeah. Like virtually people think he sucks. Well, he, but he in of, reality, he's not bad. Because he kind of made the leap this year, right? And so as the virtual – based on what he looked like going into the season because that would be i guess the difference mm -hmm. i think that's the issue with a lot of these data-driven things and i mean i think fifa falls into ea sports fifa falls into this trap too of you know you get the accumulation of seasons of data even just one season ago you're looking at that data for somebody like jack Grealish. it it is there are players like really great players that make these leaps where suddenly last season's data is irrelevant and you can't go by that. And I think that is the downfall a lot of, of a lot of this data driven stuff that we're looking at now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm sorry to be missing it. Congratulations to Nick Wright. Uh, and uh, I know that a lot of people are enjoying the championship manager too. One of our producers, Brandon was one of the creators of that. And so, uh, shout out to uh, Andy Martin, by the way. He sent me a nice note, nice note earlier this week. And so, um, anyway, yeah, we're um, we're into week uh, X. I don't even know anymore. I can't even count the weeks that we've been in uh, isolation yeah, now. It's we're so, like American soldiers on the Western Front now, like D Day plus who knows what. Just yeah, get me out of here. Plus I want to go home. Four, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, this week's pod, we're doing a draft, Brandon. This week's draft is. Dumb things we miss from our pre-quarantine lives, okay? Got a lot of yeah. good ones. I did I workshop this a little bit with my wife, too. She had lots of suggestions. Uh, Manny Petty well, was high on her list. we're getting a Yoko Ono appearance yeah, on the yeah. Always Cheating Podcast. <laughs> Manny Petty was high on her list. It does not crack my top five. I'm just going to warn you right now. That was that was the mm-hmm. top of hers, though. So uh, we don't want this to be a sad one, though. Uh, I don't want this to be things we miss, like, uh, you know, seeing our – grandparents or whatever like uh you know can get pretty grim uh josh i promised i wouldn't cry in this episode (laughs) of the podcast uh so that is the theme of this week's episode uh we're gonna draft those uh both of a bunch of different picks i'm i'm hoping you don't pick mine because i I, i'm four strong uh and my fifth is a wild card okay so i hope you don't take one of my precious four um okay but first uh i wanted to check in how how how's everything going have you watched if you watch anything good, have you consumed any media that you've actually enjoyed? You know, did you find something that you maybe wouldn't have found without, uh, you know, without without social isolation? Yeah, something that we've been talking about is the Michael Jordan documentary, La- The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. And it's on ESPN. And I think it's, you know, global. I've certainly heard the Irish lads on um, Second Captains talking about The Last Dance. And this is... It's like secondary ESPN. You obviously you primarily go there for live sports content, which we don't have right now. 
um, the OJ Simpson, like 10 part documentary. That was like a big epic thing a couple of years ago. I just never watched because whenever I would land in the ESPN sphere, I wouldn't be looking for original programming. I just wanted live content. Yeah. Get so in, the last get, dance get you is, in and out, right? It's like, get yeah, me in when it starts, yeah. get me out when it's over. And you know, it, it's, it's a problem of mine because you know, if OJ's, if the OJ Simpson documentary were on Netflix, I'd probably just be all over at second nature. But, um, this Michael Jordan documentary, the last dance, it's all about the, um, the last, the sixth title that Jordan and Pippen and Rodman and Phil Jackson all won. And this totally takes me back to (laughs) (laughs) surprise. They won. No, it's, it's assumed it's all part of the buildup, but I'm, I'm not, I don't follow the NBA terribly closely right now, but in 1991, I remember having a corduroy baseball hat that had Chicago Bulls and cursive like threading in it. It was like, and I would put it on my hair that was heavily gelled at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was a mixture of Pat Riley and Phil Jackson wearing a hat, but my hair was heavily gelled. So this show has taken me back to when I really loved the NBA and when Michael Jordan was like the most recognizable person, you know, even, you know, leave sports aside on the planet. And that's just been a really fun, nostalgic thing to ingest. Uh, I have also been enjoying that immensely. And in fact, we're recording this on Sunday evening. And uh, when, when we are done recording, I am going to go watch the, uh, the next two episodes, which are airing uh, at 9 PM this evening in the States. So yeah, if you're in the States and you haven't seen it, definitely do. Um, I don't, yeah, I think maybe it might be actually on Netflix uh, overseas. Um, but uh, regardless, I personally, I had kind of a throwback uh, movie experience last night. That's one that um, really brought me back to what I used to do two or three months ago, uh, which is my wife went to bed early, like 930 or something like that or nine o'clock. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie that she would never watch. I'm just going to like go out and, you know, I'm going to I'm going to behind like, the green door. <laughs> I'm just going to try to find like, but you know, like super serious, like uh, I have like a list, like, you know, a bunch of things in my queue that are like three hours long that are like, mm-hmm. you know, um, often like, you know, foreign language films or just things that like, you know, pop up and best of, you know, like end of year best of lists, movies I will never probably watch. Um, and uh, so I, I was like, you know what, I want to find something completely different this time. And so I went to um, I went and started reading all these roundups of like the best movies on Netflix that you haven't seen yet, the best movies on HBO now, the, you know, all of these different mm-hmm. things. And I spent so long <laughs> reading all of these articles and compiling a list of movies to watch on the notes app, my phone that by the time, <laughs> by the time I was ready to you watch to to something, bed. it was like 10 50 <laughs> and all these different movies. Uh, I was like, Oh wait, I can't watch this is like two hours and 35 minutes. Uh, and finally <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe I'll watch bone Tomahawk. I was like, I've never seen it. No, you know, that'll be fun. Oh my God. And then no, I, you watched Bone yeah. Tomahawk last night. Well, it was crazy. Okay, so here's the crazy. Here's clear, how I, clear out. This is all we're talking about for the rest <laughs> of the episode. I'm sorry. Here's here's how I know I'm getting older, though, Brandon. Uh, I was like, I, yeah, I was like, this this does sound like fun. It's been recommended to me. Uh, let me watch the trailer. Uh, and I watched the trailer and like a minute of the trailer, I was like, oh, I I watched this. I <laughs> I have already seen this like a year ago, and I apparently now 
for, have forgotten that I've seen movies. And like, I was never that person. It was just like, it was just like, uh-huh. oh, I'll watch this movie. Then I'm like, nope, I've seen this movie. How I have do you seen... forget Bone Tomahawk when that, <laughs> when that guy like gets cleaved? Like well, once, once I neck. saw that, once I saw the trailer, it started to come back to me, but I'm going to, I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame the, the quarantine. Okay. And just okay. messing with my brain right now. <laughs> Convince me that I had never seen Bone Tomahawk when I very much had. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I've got some, I've got some other, other contenders though, uh, for the next couple of days. You want me to give you a couple? All right, let's just, let's do it. Here. Let's yeah. Yeah. The, uh, okay. Maybe you've seen a couple of these. Uh, all right. Under the Silver Lake. Have you seen this one? This is a, uh, no, that that's the follow up to it follows, right? Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah. Andrew so Garfield. That's on the list. Uh, Rob Roy. <laughs> I've never seen that. I've decided Rob that Roy, I'm, not yeah. just a drink. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah, what is Rob Roy? I think I meant to make Rob Roy. It's with uh, Liam Neeson and it's uh, Jessica Lange, early 90s. You don't remember Rob okay. Roy? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I seen remember it, Liam I, Neeson's. Love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to have to remove Bone Tomahawk from my list. Um, and oh, how about how about Warrior? I've never seen Warrior with um, Joel Edgerton oh, yeah. and. Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, did we yeah. mention Warrior on our favorite sports? It's Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton, right? Tom Hardy, yeah. I think maybe we mentioned Warrior briefly on our best sports movies podcast from like four weeks ago. Yeah, love Warrior. It's yeah. it's. Um, I do not like Ultimate Fighting at all. It's just a little too um, close mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, or like uh, brawly. Uh, but the movie is awesome, like incredible performances. And uh, it's just one of those great sports movies that builds up to an epic climax. And you're just like totally there emotionally. That's what I've heard. And because uh, I'm not a huge UFC guy either, which is uh, why I've sort of stayed away from from it. But yeah, I, I so that that one's that one's up on, on the list. And then I guess one more would be uh, End of Watch. Have you ever seen that with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, that one's supposed to be yeah. good as well. And it's got a... Um, the guy who acts opposite him is somebody I really like, and I, I can't think of his name right now. So uh, this is just great pod content, Brandon. Just start <laughs> to finish. Uh, Mike, Michael Pena. I have seen uh, I have seen Michael End Pena. of Watch. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. Michael Pena. Yeah, he is amazing in everything that he's in. End of Watch is one of those movies where it's, um, well, check it out. Let me know what you think. Oh, that means he didn't like Cops. it, but that's okay. We'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, Which so, doesn't mean any, yeah. I'm, I'm like famous for not liking most movies. So don't take my word that for it. That is true. You walked out of Mission Impossible uh, Rogue Nation or something like that, which I still blew me Only away. Only because I thought there was a bomb in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Everyone knows this. It was not to besmirch the movie itself, but only because I thought there was a pipe bomb in the bathroom. It turns out I was just really drunk. Uh, all right. So, uh, so that's how we're doing, which is, uh, we're doing exactly the same as we were last week. Uh, a quick shout out, Brandon, uh, to everyone who, uh, supported the black horse. We sent out a, a notice, uh, you sent it a couple, a couple days ago that the black horse was, uh, doing a fundraiser for all of the, uh, employees that, um, uh, no longer have a job, uh, well, now that since it's been out of business for the last, uh, six weeks or so. And, uh, you know, it really is a a Brooklyn uh, soccer slash football institution. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. the place where um, um, you know we 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 brought it up a billion times in the podcast. It's just a very warm place with some of the 
best staff and uh and you know and tons of tv I mean, it's just a great place to watch um to watch all sports um you know it sort of morphs into a standard sports bar during the rest of the day um but it's uh you know just it's a place that uh that did a little like uh, hey we need your help uh and so um we sort of put the word out to um to um people on social media and then people on um, on, on our patreon slack and uh uh, a lot of people uh, came out and, and supported it, and uh, it was it was very cool. Yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes of this episode for the GoFundMe page. So if you want to check out the GoFundMe for the Black Horse to help support the staff who are out of work there, just click the uh, show notes and follow the link there. Or go to GoFundMe.com and just search simply for Black Horse. But yeah, yeah a, a special shout out to all of our listeners who have chimed in. And it's like pretty much everyone who's listening to this episode you've never stepped foot inside the black horse but it is special to me and josh because we have actually met so many of our listeners at the black horse from around the world we're lucky to live in new york where it's kind of a crossroads and we have people from australia and ireland and england and uh barbados even uh, all sorts of people coming through new york and they can come join us in the black horse and yeah as you said the staff creates this environment where we're all welcome and we're all we're all also football fans like football is in the Premier League in particular has made a priority there. Yeah. So um, if it's not the Black Horse, it's a good reminder. Like The Black Horse, I only found that they had a GoFundMe page because I went to GoFundMe and searched for them because oh, wow. I wanted to know what was up yeah. with them. A lot of these businesses in our communities don't have the platforms that a lot of us have on social media to let people know. So think about that. And if there is a, some place in your neighborhood that you love and you're curious as to how they're getting along during this crisis, do not be shy in reaching out to them and asking them what you and the community can do, because, uh, it's just, it's really important for what's going to be there when we're all out of the house again soon. I hope totally. um, That's just a note to support, support local business as best you can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, true, true at all times, but especially, especially this time, especially if like Brandon and I, you're lucky enough that you can still do your uh, real job at home, which obviously not everybody, uh, has the luxury of doing. Um, and so we're, both of us are extremely lucky in that regard. Uh, and one final note, Brandon, before we get into our uh, our draft this week, uh, the Bundesliga looks like it's going to be back. Uh, looks like May 9th is when it's actually going to come back. Uh, almost there, there will be no fans in the stands. That is a that is a given. Uh, they may or may not have yeah. masks. I don't. <laughs> that is that is not clear. I saw something today that it's they insane. may. It's really crazy. Yeah, and that if they play wearing masks, that might be too much. That might that might be. I can't. I'm not sure if I can handle that. That'll look like a bunch of doctors on their break. Um, <laughs> <playing> together. <laughs> It'll be like the uh, the football ramble they do. Who is the masked winger on the football ramble? Will be <laughs> that come to literal life, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be strange. And uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't know how that's really feasible though, when you're going on like lung busting runs. Uh, but, um, not that I don't value safety or whatever, but like, it just seems hard to, uh, uh, to do. Um, so we'll see. Um, but, uh, if the Bundesliga actually does come back, then 
I think that you and I, I've always loved the Bundesliga in a kind of, um, it's like a beloved, you know, cousin that I never see or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, you're great. <laughs> I've heard like, great things about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like I've, I've seen you, you know, once every couple of years and I love you. You're awesome. I wish I say you were able to connect, you know. Um, yeah, but, but you never follow up, do you? Well, we don't live in the same town, you know, and it's it's just hard to. Uh, it just wouldn't uh, work. Yeah, it just, it just wouldn't work. Uh, but. If the Bundesliga comes back, uh, and it's actually a really good league this year. I mean, it's pretty tight at the top. Um, you know, it's not uh-huh. one of these typical years where Bayern Munich is, you know, 16 points ahead uh, and everyone else is just trying to kept, you know, keep up. Um, it's it's a, you know, it's a good competitive season. And so uh, it could be a lot of fun. And, I mean, obviously uh, you have uh, some incredible players at Dortmund, um, you know, Holland and, uh, and Jaden Sancho. And, uh, and then, you know, of course, Bayern has a number of, extraordinary players as well but then you have um anyway so you know we could go on about the bundesliga but i think next week assuming that um uh assuming that uh the season does actually kick off on may 9th and i think next week we'll do a real like full-on discussion about the bundesliga you know who to who to watch who to keep an eye out for yeah um because uh i oh my god i'll be so thrilled like can you imagine if we could wake up on saturday morning and have football again like i would watch like kazakhstan football <laughs> at this point like just give me anything <laughs> what do you got what do you got people running around fantastic i love it yeah and bundesliga is just it's lousy with american players so that that will be fun to, that's true to too monitor yeah. as well yeah yeah, Bundesliga, uh, hoping you're back. Uh, then a quick note here for our Patreon before we take a break. Of course, our Patreon uh, payments are suspended through May. So we suspended the payments in April, and now they're suspended for May as well for our cur- current Patreon members. So if you're currently a Patreon supporter, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to touch anything. You don't have to press any buttons. You're just not going to be charged because you know we're not producing um, the it's not that we're not producing. Listen, Josh, we're here. Are we <laughs> yeah, not? Yeah. Um, but, but there's no, there's no FPL season. So there's no point in, in charging our supporters. We love you. And we just appreciate you uh, clicking play on these episodes. So yeah. no charges. If, yeah. if you want, if you want any more information on how to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash always cheating. Yeah. And to me, it's not, I mean, you know, yeah, our Slack's still active. It's, it's, it's just a, um, I don't want, I, you know, to, I think both of us kind of feel like we don't want anyone to have to decide whether they want to keep supporting us or not because the money is tight right now, you know? And so I think that's just, it's just one thing, you know, it's one simple thing that we can cut and, and, and it's fine, you know? So, um, for now, you know, we'll be back, we'll be back with double, <laughs> with doubled, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We'll be, we'll be, hopefully we'll actually be able to be back with a normal, with normal Patreon content and podcasts, uh, I don't know. Hopefully yeah. in May, we'll see. Maybe in June. Um, but yeah, regardless, uh, you I miss to, it, Josh. Like, I really do. We're going to talk about things that we we miss writ large, but I do miss like creating all that special Patreon content. I just miss talking about FPL. Uh, Let's and, not get too broad. And the here. money. I miss FPL. I mean, yeah, the whole, <laughs> I miss <it's> the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's yeah. take a quick break, and uh, we'll get back, and we're going to draft the dumb things that you and I miss from our pre-quarantine lives. Hello, friends. Currently, we have no Premier League, no NBA, no NHL, no Major League Baseball. Every time I do this ad read, I have to uh, say Major League Baseball. (laughs) NHL doesn't get the full read there. Listen, all these sports leagues uh, on hiatus, you might think there's nothing at all to bet on. Well, everyone, you're wrong. 
our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. And uh, poker, especially, is a great way just to um, uh, get it out of your system a little bit on a quiet yeah. Thursday evening. Um, NFL, NFL just uh, hosted their their draft. Uh, if you're missing the NFL in particular, there's no problem with Bet Online. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can bet on, a lot like the virtual FPL we were talking about earlier in the episode. You can also bet on TV shows like Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol. Bet on stock prices, even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. It's all open 24 hours a day, and it's all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Join today and receive a new welcome bonus at betonline.ag, your online wagering solution. Brandon, we're back. Our draft begins in just a moment. But first, I am going to flip a coin in the air Decide who gets to pick the dumb thing they miss most uh, first. Okay, so uh, I'm going to flip it, okay. and then uh, you can call heads or tails, and I'll tell you when I'm flipping. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, one, two. Oh, you're like two-faced. Over there. One, two, three, flipping. Okay. Tails. Heads. Just, you have to trust Damn, me again. It's two weeks in a row I've lost. <laughs> now I'm looking here at, uh, was it Alexander Hamilton? Is he the one in the nickel? I think that's. I think that's him. So, wow, he, uh, his a hit Broadway show wasn't enough for this guy. Now he's got to be on Money. <laughs> maybe it's Thomas okay. Jefferson. I can't remember anymore. I think I may just have Hamilton on the brain. It's probably Thomas Jefferson. That would be here's the problem with uh, American currency. All the dudes on the coins look exactly the same, except for Lincoln. <laughs> I would like to think that I once knew who was on the nickel, Brandon. And it is Thomas Jefferson. I should I should have known. All right, all right. <clears throat> Let's uh, let's 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 plow plow forward, shall we? Uh, <laughs> plow away. Josh. Plow forward. You've got what is the, the expression pick. there? I don't know. Yeah, let's let's, let's move on. Uh, all right. So the uh, <laughs> the things I miss most, the dumb the dumb thing I miss most from my pre quarantine life, Brandon. Okay. Um, and I, do we need to give any more context? I guess not. Right. It's just you know. It's we're, we're trying to avoid the obvious things like seeing our friends and bringing our kids to the playground and that like kind of maudlin, but obviously very real stuff that we that we miss. The, how I got to my list was um, how I get to most things in my life. I sat in a chair alone silently and I stared into the middle distance and I just let it come to me. What were things that I would rather be doing? Yeah. And uh, that's where my list is. I that that makes sense, and I, I I suspect both of ours will be a little big city focused, you know, um, because well we'll see we'll see we'll see what, what we all what we both end up picking here. So um, my I get the first pick in this draft, Brandon, and my first pick is my commute. <laughs> the uh-huh. thing that people complain the most about, about living in New York, is yeah. the thing that I now miss more than anything. A miserable 50-minute commute uh, from uh, – I mean, I don't even live that deep into Brooklyn, but from from Brooklyn to Midtown Manhattan every day, twice a day, 100 minutes a day I spend in this thing. It has been – for 14 years, however long I've lived here, uh, it has been – hell and now i would love to have it back in my life i would love to get on the yeah. subway crank through three podcasts a day 
uh-huh. read my phone, ignore every, you know, just like just be in my little head for a hundred minutes a day, you know? Well, that's, that's it, right? Like it's how I feel about going to the airport. Like there's something special about the airport because it feels like this limbo, this liminal space where you're neither here nor there. And the best thing about that is that there is this brief sensation that no one can reach you because in the real world, most of us just we're we're open to communication, whether it's from you know, yeah. the family we live with or the coworkers who are trying to hit us here or there everywhere. Yeah. And the commute is a similar thing. Like you, you have a mission, you have a quest yeah. and you're trying to get from A to B and, uh, that, that takes precedence. Well, I think this, this applies to you, I think even on a plane, because I was with you in March when you, uh, ate a chicken curry, a full, a full chicken curry dinner at one o'clock in the morning on an airplane, uh, uh-huh. which was uh, <laughs> not usually yeah, advisable, yeah. but it was, yeah, it worked out okay. You, you got like uh, 30 minutes of sleep that night. So <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only I could eat a full chicken curry on the New York City subway at uh, eight in the morning when I'm commuting to the office, that would be fantastic. I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate, even if you, you drive from, you know, the suburbs into town, you, 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 you bike or you, you walk. It's, it's the same thing. It is, it's a routine that we are totally missing right now. And, um, I think what I, what I'm kind of loving about working from home is, is the moment where I shut my laptop down Mm -hmm. and immediately I'm able to fix a cocktail for me and my wife. And there's an immediacy there from going from work mode to, life mode but it's unnatural (laughs) as far as i'm concerned because what i actually think feels or maybe i'm trained is that hour between leaving the office and getting back to the home circulation is is that decompression time that the commute does offer you yeah i i think i think it's really helpful for uh for me anyway um i really um often i mean i haven't need more than an hour brandon to be quite honest with you i need like Four, sometimes a whole night <laughs> to decompress from a bad day at work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting just thinking about this list because it got me thinking about um, kind of all of the things that I miss uh, about just my like normal life, you know, and um, like it's, it really has like, I, I, you know, I don't know about you, but like the first month or so when I was home, it was kind of like. You know, it was just like, all right, let's put our heads down and get through this. But like the last couple of weeks, I, I feel like I have gotten a little more contemplative, you know, where it's like, what do I even want? You know, it's like, what do I want? Like out of life, you know, it's been like mm-hmm. so, um, I, I, I don't know how, if anyone else listening has felt this way, but I've entered a much more philosophical zone, you know, where it's like, what do I even do with my day? You know, like normally, like, you know, so maybe there is, I mean, obviously, you know, if you're, if you're lucky enough to be healthy, like there are some, uh, uh, upsides possibly to this you know it sort of shakes you out of uh shakes you out of some ruts that you might be in um i don't know that's how i'm feeling a little bit recently yeah different perspectives are are good they can they can certainly help in ways um i actually relegated my commute and i literally have on my notes app here my commute i (laughs) moved that to my alt entries because i knew it was going to be one of yours i brought uh, this up a couple times uh, with you recently (laughs) all right so you get the you get the you get the second pick in the draft, Brandon. What's what's your selection? All right, second pick. This is rather specific, but I think it's something that um, in the spirit of you'll you'll appreciate. I miss the escalator up 
to the Alamo Draft House. <laughs> and uh, there is a there's a movie theater in downtown Brooklyn called the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. And there it's in this little mall and there are you have to take like five escalators to get all the way up to the top floor where the Alamo is. And which somehow everybody I mean, does, it's, it's, even though there's a full bank of elevators right there. It's just like five elevators. <laughs> they run constantly, but everyone takes the escalator uh, for some reason up like five flights. Well, I will tell you why they take the escalator because it is, it's, it's so clearly a prelude to a movie experience. Yeah. And there is nothing more exciting than going to the movies. I mean, there are other things that are exciting, like, uh, you know, like going into the bedroom and in in fun other fun stuff like that. But movies, <laughs> we can all get behind yeah. movie <laughs> for sleep. <laughs> Everyone loves sleep. Um, and I mean, it's. I think if I were to bring back as quickly as possible any communal experience beyond live sports, it would be going to the movie theater. So when I think about like what I miss about going to the movies, it's that sense of anticipation and excitement heading into the movie theater right before the lights go down. And um, I cannot wait to go back to the movies. And like the, the, um, the point B to this A is also movie trailers. I think like you, Josh, you have a hunger for movie trailers. You go to like the Apple TV has a oh, movie yeah. trailer app and you go there and it's all the newest movie trailers. There are no new movie trailers right now. And that's a great way to piss away 20 minutes before you go to bed. Yeah. But there are no new movies coming out. So there are no new trailers. I, know. I want movie trailers. I had, and I've been holding out hope about the theaters opening sooner. And then there was some interview with the AMC. Uh, it was a big chance movie theaters in the United States. The AMC head was like, well, we're not going to open the theaters until there's new movies out. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? You know? Uh, but yeah, cause I, 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 I agree with you, especially at a place like the Alamo draft house, which is one of these, you know, newfangled styles of theaters where you can buy your tickets in advance. So you don't have that, that anxiety that I've had. I had had up until places like this started opening of like, I can't take the escalator because if I take the elevator, it might be 18 seconds faster and I can get past four people and get mm-hmm. a slightly better, you know, get a seat. Better seat. Yeah. I mean, this is not like an ancient mm-hmm. experience. I mean, you and I have a very distinct memory of going to uh, <laughs> yes. whatever that Dar- Darjeeling limited with our friend, Steve, uh-huh. it was a whole night that we'd planned. He just left. Yeah. He, he sat down in the only three seats left. He said, I can't, I can't watch this movie here. Uh, and just left. He just, I, th- I think he even got a refund, which is remarkable. Like, uh, just like you know, it was, it was not sold out. I don't know, but anyway, or, you know, he it was you know, I don't I don't know. He wasn't like the theater blew up here or something. So, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good one. I love going to that Alamo Draft House too. I have an I have a movieish one later on, uh, but that I may skip now. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think uh, uh, that's a, that's a great experience. Um, all right, so pick number two. Um, my second pick is handshakes, hugs, and kisses with literally everyone. <laughs> you and I are both. No, oh my obviously God. Not this all... is one of my picks, Josh. This is never going to work because we're too similar. All right. I have to relegate one of my picks now. Go ahead. Go well, on. I'm just thinking about our UK trip where we did cheek kisses with like a ton of people. We shook everybody's hand. Uh, we uh, hugged a million people, um, slapped people on the back. We, you and I are both like, uh, you know, pretty affectionate types, you know? I mean, like, uh, yeah. we're yeah. not, you know, we're not, um, we don't shy away from any of that stuff. And 
Um, and, you know, but these are like not like I, I would never think to myself, oh, I miss like shaking someone's hand, you know, but it's it's like uh, mm-hmm. I really I really do. You know, yeah. it's like uh, I remember I went to see uh, our friend uh, Trevor, his wife and their uh, son. And this is like just a day or two after we got back from the UK trip before like everything went haywire. And uh, we gave them hugs goodbye when we left. And I was like, I was just thinking a couple days ago, I was like, they're the last people like I've touched outside of my immediately yeah. family wow. in like mm-hmm. six weeks, you know, like, and it's just, you think about all the little hands that you shake and like shoulders that you tap when someone's in your way. And just like all of these, like mm-hmm. um, the faces you punch in your case, you know, it's just all of these things that, <laughs> that you just don't, I have be- so much anger. I need to get out. Josh. Yeah. So, okay. So it sounds like you're, you're with me on this one. I am with you. I, I, I think like, and a, I'll, I'll just get super cosmic. I don't care. I think there's like a total transfer of energy happening when you hug someone, when you, touch them in you know like a uh in a cool way uh, yeah. like that everyone's happy to be touched sort of a thing um i yeah and yeah, I, yeah. Uh, like i was raised in a family where you know if hugging was the primary mode of communication and that's how i respond and that's how i transfer a lot of energy to people yeah and I, your father so i've i've hugged your father several times uh i mean i haven't seen him in a few years but uh he's you know yeah he, that's sort of the family come from i was thinking a second ago uh as you were talking about like that transfer of energy and i was thinking about how people people talk about like a weak handshake and i, I don't think it's really about the weakness it's about the sincerity of it you know and uh-huh. so it's like yeah. I, you just like it's a weak handshake is one where you can tell the person is very clearly not interested <laughs> in meeting you you know or talking to you and i think that's there is a kind of like a connection point uh, that comes with that or, you know, or, or giving somebody a hug yeah. or even even um, like air kisses, you know, just like little like sort of hellos. That I've never <laughs> actually really mastered. I'm never, I'm never sure how much you're actually supposed to kiss the person on the cheek, if at all. You know, um, it's like it's, it's like I feel like I was never taught and now I like don't know how to find the answer to that, you know. So it's a yeah, yeah it's a tricky one. So. Uh, so that is that is my. I don't know either, dude. It's right. I do like a little bit. I brush the cheek. You know, that seems like the right way to go. You just make that lip smacking sound like cl- as close to their eardrum as possible. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's my that's my second pick. Uh, what is your what is your second pick, Brandon? All right. Second pick for BK's team is uh, being at a bar, and this could be uh, one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Alone uh-huh. or with one other person. Yes. So um, I think what so it's an empty uh, bar. Embedded you're, in, you're at one end of the bar, and there's one single solitary person at the other end of the bar, right? Yeah, right. Um, it's, like a, it's like a it's like a there will be blood style bar. <laughs> it sounds it sounds awful when you put it that way, Josh. But um, in my mind, is beautiful. Um, I think it's it's kind of like the freedom to be alone or to be with people is what I'm missing. But, um, it's, uh, well, yeah, tell, I mean, you have, a, you, the, have a, you have a, you have a Friday night ritual, right? This is something that you had done. Yeah. I mean, maybe not every Friday, but many, many Fridays over the years, right? You've had kind of a, a little personal ritual. It's something that is 
sort of tied to FPL as well because, you know, most deadlines are Saturday morning. So after a, a week of work, Friday is done. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of everyone. I'm going to stop at one of my favorite local bars in my neighborhood off the subway. It's just walking distance from my apartment. Get a few beers, have a delicious cheeseburger, and I am alone with my thoughts, but I am also with the people. So it's kind of like you're in the community, but you're also able to be apart from everything. And so it, it's kind of hand in hand with the whole commute. Um, and it there, I just can't commute. I can't compute how I don't have that freedom to yeah. be in or out of that space. And the bar is a really great um, social sort of it's a social spot. It, it, well, the bar is just a, a special thing in that. Yes, I've got my Friday ritual, but also whenever you're out, say you and your wife go out or you're out with a friend to do an activity, you just want to chat with them, say, hey, shouldn't we just pop in here and have a drink? So the bar is a, a place where you can have a ritual and it can be a place that you go and you sit, but it is also a place that is always there for you to just stop and be communal with someone. Yeah. And now I've seen chairs. I just no, can't. I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually, and I will to, to dispute, um, the, uh, the cheers model of everyone knows your name. Mm -hmm. I do think the best bars know who you are. They know what you drink, but they don't know your name or anything about you. That is, um, that is a good, I think there is a, there's a line that you get to walk. That's very well put. Uh, you are actually better even at our beloved black horse with doing people's names. And I've been going there for years and I'm still like not great when it comes to that. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a good, very good pick. Um, Here's my number three, Brandon. Uh, a little bit of a, a swerve from your number two. Uh, a little more insincere, perhaps. Um, going to the store for one thing. I really miss the, going to the store to get exactly one thing. <laughs> uh -huh. Don't even need to get it. You know, don't even need it. Uh -huh. uh, I there there is a chain of pharmacies in uh, New York called Dwayne Reed, and they're. Um, Every three blocks or so, they're you know they're all over the place. They're like they're they're you know Pret and Dwayne Reed are just like everywhere uh, in Manhattan. And uh, I will often like three times a week like just walk into a Dwayne Reed like just to like kill time with lunch break and be like, well, I probably need something, you know, like there's probably something here uh, that I need. Maybe I need aspirin today. Maybe I need a snack for the afternoon. Uh, maybe I need whatever, you know. Um, and it just that like toilet paper, yeah, toilet paper, um, you know, penicillin, uh, you know, but it's like just that, like condoms, just, <laughs> uh, just that feeling of like, I, I'm just going to grab, you know, one thing and I'm not even going to like, I'm not, I don't have a list. I don't have any reason to be here. I can absolutely buy this four days from now. Uh, but I'm just going to do it just, just to be in a store just to like kill time. Um, and you know, that has not happened in months now. Like that's, that's a crazy thing. My wife was making a carrot cake the other day and she was missing one ingredient and it was, it was kind of a moment where we looked at each other, like, what are we going to do? It was like the enemy is storming the castle. What's the move? <laughs> yeah. 
And we just kind of had to make the gut call of we're just going to make do because it's not worth going to the store to get walnuts. Flour. Uh, (laughs) Or or flour. (laughs) Right. We'll make do without flour. Um, And yeah, it it is limiting. It's hamstringing. Um, Was it the Bon Appetit um, uh, one that I had made a couple weeks ago that I'd share? Um, I don't think so i'll mm-hmm. have to ask her okay and it's one yeah. it was one of those where i didn't ask questions <laughs> yeah yeah i it, just ate it well the thing is yeah now you now you do that and you're like okay now i guess i can invent 47 other things that i can get while i'm you know it's like you it, yeah. it's more it's much more complicated and you feel kind of guilty the whole time too and um yeah i i don't know that's so I, I miss that i miss walking into a especially a pharmacy i don't know why that because those places have like a little bit of everything you know uh, and yeah, just and just yeah. kill in twenty minutes. Just just like, listen to a podcast. Usually, like you it. know, it's like it's raining outside. I'm like, oh, I just pop into the pharmacy for twenty minutes and and you know browse. It will take you. It will take you twenty minutes at any pharmacy to figure out where the deodorant is because it's always in a different place, and and, and that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good good pick, Josh. My third pick is um, inspired by the recent passing of one of my uh, faves, Bill Withers. You'd all know Bill Withers by the song Lean On Me, mm-hmm. which is all about being there for friends and family. Yeah. What I miss is the impromptu meetup. And, you know, there are days where we're at the office and one of us will G-chat the other and say, hey, let's meet up at, um, gee, I can't even remember, the Jimmy's Jimmy's Corner. Let's yeah. meet up at Jimmy's Corner or whatever. yeah. yeah. And it, you know, it, it, it's a way to, if you need something, if you need to lean on somebody, if you just Mm -hmm. had a good thing that happened to you and you want to share it with somebody and it's the impromptu nature that I, that I love. So the impromptu meetup is something. A gin gin and tonic at 1245 PM at Jimmy's corner is a slightly (laughs) illicit feeling, you know, you're, you know, you're on your lunch Uh break. uh Uh, and you, know, you don't have long, you know, and, uh, yeah, and yeah. I feel like there's often news. So, I mean, often you and I will just meet for fantasy news, like, oh, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, like, it'll be like, uh, can you believe like someone's so injured? We need to like plot this out, you know, or, um, yeah. or, you know, sometimes it'll be like personal life stuff as well. But, uh, yeah, I, I miss that. I miss that too. Um, I, I'm actually great. Some, uh, the, yeah, um, go ahead. um, it's actually a, a, a good way to frame it is the lunchtime drink, which is illicit. And working from home, I have deemed that a line I can't cross because it, I'm like might not be able to undo it. So right. I'm not having any drinks before five o'clock. But yeah. when you're when you're out in the world and, and the office, the illicit lunchtime drink is perfectly permissible. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, as long as nobody knows, you know, buy a pack of gum, you know, <laughs> get back in. You're fine. Excuse me, I'm stepping out yeah. to buy a pack of gum. It's a little, a little tougher in the uh, in the open office plan days, you know. So uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about, but I, I, I honestly can't imagine going back to my office until probably September or something, you know. So it's, it's such a weird. Uh, it's just yeah. crazy how fast it's all changed. Uh, all, right. all right. So What's my your fourth pick. My Josh? fourth pick is. Talking about my day. I don't know. Is that kind of dumb or not? But like, you know, it's like you get home from work and uh, somebody asks you about your day. And I, much like much like I did when I was 16, 
uh, have no answer uh-huh. ever. You know, how was your day? Yeah. I don't know. It sucked. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> it's like, how was your <laughs> yeah. day? I don't know. It was commute stunk. Uh, work was bad and uh, commute home stunk as well. So uh, here I am. <laughs> um, but now, but I now would, everything's yeah. going to change now that you have this perspective. You're going to be like, the commute was amazing, darling. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you look ravishing. Yeah. This is great. Oh, and my whole family is here. Yeah. What's for dinner? Can I help? <laughs> yeah, that's, and I read this amazing article in this literary journal on the way in. I can't wait to tell you about it. <laughs> um, You're going to subscribe to N plus one. Now? Finally. Yeah. Plowshares, Tin House, I mean, the whole, the whole lot. I'm just going to, I'm going to get all of them. Um, yeah. I, but you know, it was, that is a question I've always struggled with. Um, I, I, you know, I don't even think I, I mean, it's not like I don't like my, you know, I'm perfectly happy with my job and living, you know, whatever, but like, just, I, I still have that sullen teenager thing where it's like someone asked me on my day and I'm like, even if it was a good day, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, <laughs> like I got, yeah. I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. There's like some instinctive thing where you're like, nope. Like <laughs> you get a promotion that day and I'd be like, I don't know, you know, if something happened. I don't know. We'll talk about it. And it's like after dinner, I can usually do it, you know, but it's that like that, that specific like 6 PM to 7 PM hour. I'm just like, I, I can't talk about anything, you know, like, uh, just put on some music and let's get through this. <laughs> Let's get through. Well, know, it's not it something that you want to. Uh, it's not something you want to define your life. You right. You yeah. it, it keeps coming back to this idea of the commute. You're commuting home, and you're like, there are plenty of people out there who are very lucky to love their job, and it's something that they want to always be thinking about and they also want to share with other people right there's the we other know, class we know of too many which we both know you too and many. i fit into yeah you and i in new york know too many of these people <laughs> yeah and i think you and i are the sort where you know we are really excited to shed that so that we can get back to being our usual selves where yeah. you know we're we're like banter merchants and want to talk about things that are not related to work be they sports or um, pop culture or just like chill with our families. So it's, it's, it's a different thing that you want to get back to. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, that, I think you nailed it. Like most of us, like regular check-ins with, um, the parents on phone calls, we did that with my parents for like four weekends straight. And then the fourth phone call, the call was basically dead after five minutes because we had absolutely nothing left to talk <laughs> about because, you know, the how was your day conversation is like, no, nothing has changed yeah. since the last time we spoke yeah. to you. Um, so it's, 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 it's killed that question for sure. Good pick. All right. My fourth pick is a total cheat um, because it's sports. And, but I will try to, I will try to make this a dumb thing that I miss um, good for this conversation in that, like, what do I miss about it? What do I miss about sports? And I think I, I tipped my hand when I was talking about the Michael Jordan documentary and about how I turn on sports TV expecting to see a live event. And it's this idea of turning on the TV and seeing that life is happening with or without me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an episode of Growing Pains with um, Kirk Cameron. Do you remember the sitcom? Of course I do. Alan Thick, of course you do, right? Yeah, so many others. <laughs> Kirk, so <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Cameron plays this like layabout high schooler who's like a total slacker. He plays hooky. He stays home sick, and he realizes that Gilligan's Island is on during the day when he's at school, and he has this epiphany of like, oh wait, like there are things happening here when I'm not here. 
And I love this sensation of when you tune into a sporting event, um, usually like in the middle of it. Uh, and like when my wife goes to bed, she usually goes to bed around 10, 1030. And I've still got a little gas in the tank, turn on some sports. And it's like in the middle of a basketball game or a hockey game. And it's just all happening. And it's up to me to sort of catch up. And it's, it's not, it hasn't waited for me to arrive. It's just all these people that are gathered and it's an event. And, um, I really miss that feeling. It's like an innocent sort of a feeling. Yeah. I'm with you. I feel like, uh, yeah, I miss like coming out of a meeting, you know, and like finding out news like that. You never miss anything anymore. Uh-huh. And it's like such a, yeah, I, I don't like being this plugged in. I don't think it's good. You know, I don't think it's a, uh, it does not make me happier. It's like, I know it's like, you know, I, I should not be on Twitter this much. I'm, I'm finding everybody extremely annoying after, you know, being this, this active on Twitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a little too connected yeah. even though we're completely disconnected. All right. My, my fifth right, so sports, what's, what's, what's your final pick? Yeah. Fifth and final pick here. I've, I've got a bunch. I, I'm not going to say movie theater popcorn now. Cause you did say the Elmo draft house. I feel like you kind of, you, you captured, I'm going to give you that whole movie theater experience. Oh, uh, yeah. So I am going to go with, okay, here's, here's a dumb one that I, that I really do miss. Uh, deli iced coffee, Brandon. I love, I love going <laughs> to, or, or I should say like little like coffee stands too. I have a guy at 45th street, uh, near my office that I have been going to for years and he is incredibly cheerful man. Uh, he is Egyptian and, uh, loves Mo Salah, uh, which, uh, which somehow we got to talking about once. And, and of course I'd love Mo Salah as well. And so, uh, he's just, it's just a very cheerful very new. York. I would love to know how that came up in conversation. Oh, I, who even knows? Like probably me being like a <laughs> whatever. And um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, he's he's extremely nice, and it is a very New York experience to have a local coffee guy that you um, like. Uh-huh. You said I don't know his name either. It's like the bar thing, you know. It's I don't I don't know, you know I don't know if he has kids or whatever, you know. But uh, um, but we just you know the little chat. Two dollars. It has never been more than two dollars. He could be charging other people more money. I have no idea. But for me, it's the same. He knows exactly what and starts making it when he sees me. And I hand him my two dollars. I get my iced coffee, and uh, I move on with my day. You know. And uh, I even go to. I get iced coffee. I'm like a twelve month a year iced coffee person. Um, and you know, I don't do this like every day, but like you know, three times a week. This is like a, a ritual uh, that I really miss. And you know, deli iced coffee is just oh, just I don't know why it's so good. I will take. $2 deli iced coffee over $4.25 Starbucks cold brew any day. Yeah. It is I, yeah. it is I don't know why it's better to me, but it is. Well, if it's iced coffee, I'm definitely putting milk in it and I think if you're introducing milk to coffee, the coffee is like irrelevant. It all right. comes down to the feel of the plastic cup and the quality of the milk basically yeah, yeah. i wean myself off the milk in the iced coffee by the way i, I don't drink iced coffee oh black. you're just going straight iced coffee just like my yeah well at some point i, I actually like slowly did it and i was like and now mm-hmm. now it's just straight black iced coffee and i i like it i think i'm really used to it now uh, i dig it i mean i'm a black coffee drinker as you are um when it's hot coffee but iced coffee i don't know it's it's it it's a, a habit it's Give a habit a so yeah 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 all right, I my fifth draft pick is similar in that it's a way to break up the day, but I miss the coworker side chat. 
And it's the, um, you kind of maybe just put a project on hold or finish one and you need to sort of stretch your arms. You need to mentally break away Mm -hmm. from the desk and you, you kind of turn to a coworker and you're like, so did you, uh, you watch Shit's Creek last night? (laughs) Uh, that sort of a thing. Yeah. And it's something that you can't replicate working from home because what are you going to set up like a video conference chat just to ask them if they Mm -hmm. watch Game of Thrones or not? Yeah. You're not going to do it. So not you you or me anyway. There There are people who are doing like three o'clock get up and dance things in my office. And that's. Uh, I can't Boo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is there, there is there is a subtle difference between forced fun and this was organic and all I needed. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds kind of weird to say, but I think, you know, uh, that that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And I think the the coworker side chat is a, something that a lot of us people working from home are missing out on. Yeah. And uh all my coworkers out there who are listening, which are none, um, I miss chatting with you. Yeah, yeah, that's that is a good one. It's just that little, yeah, it's all these little these little interactions, right? With your with your coffee person, with your uh, with you know with a coworker. It's like these these like informal ones, you know, um, or like they're not like um, they're not they're not things you would think that you value, you know, until until you don't have them. So uh, I think that's a perfect yeah. perfect note to end on. Uh, so those, those are our five. If we missed any dumb things, uh, let us know. Uh, you can, uh, let us know on our Patreon. You can support us there patreon.com slash always cheating. Um, and, uh, you can say thanks and support what we do. Uh, you can also, um, find us and talk with us on, uh, I'm going to flip this around. I'm going to do the, uh, I'm going to do the socials right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at hail cheaters, Instagram at hail cheaters, Facebook is facebook.com slash always cheating. Email is hailcheaters at gmail.com. And you can find all this information and more at alwayscheating.com. Yeah, weird outro. There's no Game Week 23 preview or whatever. So uh, uh, here's where we are. Uh, <laughs> once again, uh, thank you to, uh, especially, you know, special shout out to our producer patrons. Uh, Brennan, can you give them a quick shout out and thank you? Oh, I'd be so happy to. Thank you to our producers, Trevor Ingerson, Mike DiPietro, Chris Howell, Andy Penn, Chris Carter, Martin Savage, Brian T., DeBig Gaffer, Bobas Kuhn, Jeff Husby, Ben Grant, James Holland, Jazz Binning. Jazz Binning, who is one of the great staff at the Black Horse. And Jazz supports us. And I'm so proud to support the Black Horse in return to, during this time. Uh, so again, we've got that link to the black horse bar, uh, GoFundMe page in the show notes, check that out. So, um, big thanks to jazz during this time. Also Dave Wagner, Lodal, Nick Wright, Jim Payne, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson, Frederick Kean Gransky, Travis West, Alan Creasy, Victor Forberg, Skoging, Paul Hertzig, Kaya, Christine Lelang, Stian Niehaus, Barry McGuire, Peter Bodechtel, Andy Portlock, Toothless Gibbon, Andy Martin, who is the, uh, inventor of the, um, champ manager what a fantasy champ man is that right yeah what a, yeah so, yeah i think it's that something like that. <laughs> well done andy uh lindsey rostel anton markov fplmerch.com fplmerch.com stepping up and contributing to that uh, black horse gofundme well done sir and james conroy uh outstanding so much love thank you to everyone listening for pressing play uh hope you're all 
staying safe and you are well. Yeah. Uh, I'll second that. And, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully next week we'll have a fun and exciting Bundesliga preview, uh, to come, which I think would be uh, a fun little temporary pivot, uh, for the always cheating podcast. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have some more, some more new news this week, but, uh, yeah, if you're liking these drafts, let us know. Um, you know, we, we enjoy doing them, uh, but I want to make sure people are actually enjoying listening to them as well so um you know give us a little feedback uh, at all those places i mentioned before and uh, have a great week everybody we'll see you soon boku forever Bye.